Welcome to Naked Encounter. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. Leon, with all of the travels that we have had in our past, mm -hmm. obviously we have none in our present. <laughs> <laughs> all the travels we've had in our past. You ever feel disoriented? Oh my God. All the damn time. I wake up, I don't know where the hell I am. There are there are times that I have landed. You know, I've gotten on, I, I know where I'm going. I've gotten on the plane and all of that stuff, the right flight. And there are times that I've landed because there's so many countries, especially like Europe and the US, highway signs, right? Highway signs often look the same. Um, let know, me like correct you there. It's motorway signs. Highway <laughs> signs look the same, all right? They have this green. And in some places, um, they're in English, you know, or they have at least the English alphabet and stuff. And so you're, I get off the plane, get meet whoever I'm meeting, get into the car, fall asleep for a minute, wake up and then not know where I am. Like literally I have a brain fart for at least a good 10 <laughs> seconds where I'm like, who is driving? Uh, what do they look like? What country am I in? Especially when you're on the long stretch of the highway where you're not seeing any signs and all you see is, you know, just wilderness on either side, which you looks get like- disorientated in daylight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get off a plane in another country where you have to probably show your passport and get it stamped. And I'm tired. The name of the country. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. And I fall asleep in the car. It's like those moments where you're so exhausted after, I don't know, 14 hours of travel. You're just trying to get to your hotel room to take a nap and people pick you up. You say hello, whatever. And you pass out in the car. And then when you wake up, you're like, wait a minute. Where am I? So, yeah. yeah. You never had that? I, I, I've never had it in daylight. <laughs> I've, never, I've never had that in daylight. It ha always happens to me, like, uh, when I'm sleeping, like, different hotel rooms. I, I, I've always been uh, a kid. I was a kid that used to sleepwalk. Mm. So, uh, like, my parents have found me in some strange positions, you know. But um, <laughs> there was one time I was in the New York, New Jersey... Uh, Congress. I don't know if you remember that. It was uh, it was in Jersey City. They had the last one that they had was in um, the Marriott in Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn, and but they, the one before that was in Jersey City. Now, check this out. The hotels, I in Europe, I don't find that that they have those curtains that you know black out the room. But in the in the oh, states, yeah. they do have and, those curtains not everywhere. Not everywhere, but I found in the states they have them almost everywhere. Oh, everywhere. You know, mm, I've okay. been to some hotels right. in, in Europe and, you know, when the sun comes up, you feel it burning your, your eyeballs as, you, as you're sleeping. Right. You know? But then in this particular one, we, me and Susanna, my old dance partner, we were in the hotel room, we closed the curtains and we went to sleep after the party and whatever else. Now, my bed was right next to a wall. And between, mm. but there was like a little space of a, maybe a foot, as you guys would say over in the States, <laughs> between the bed and the wall. Now I fell asleep mm -hmm. and in the middle of the night, I wanted to go to the bathroom. So I pitch black, I got up and I guess I followed the same route that I would follow at home. And <laughs> <laughs> I basically hit the wall. Like I hit my nose and my forehead and I hit the wall. I didn't even take a step. I just stood up. And I hit the wall. And <laughs> I was like, I couldn't believe what just happened. 
And I said, no, this is impossible. Because I, I hit my head and I fell back on the bed. And I said, no, this is not happening. <laughs> I got back up and I did exactly the same thing again. Bam, hit my head, forehead, hit my nose. And I, I, I said, you know what? I'm give up. Fuck this. I'm going back to sleep. And you peed your no, bed no, instead. No, I did not that time. But... <laughs> 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 but really, it was, it was unbelievable. And it's happened to me so many times. I've woken up in the middle of the night and I don't know where the hell I am. That was probably the most painful experience. In hotels, I'm, I'm okay because I almost never have the blackout curtains because I'm scared I'm not going to wake up. Ah, that's the other thing. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, I've been so nervous about that. I think I did it once in Lyon. They was in the Hilton. They had these blackout curtains in France and I put them because I was so tired yeah. and I really needed to sleep. It was so bright and sunny outside. And I put the blackout curtains and sure enough, I missed the dinner. I missed the whatever meet and greet thingy and I, I, I made it to the party, but... It was a rush to the party because I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I just miss like everything for this evening. Yeah, I don't do blackout even in my home. A lot of people are like, how do you sleep with so much light? I'm like, because I, I want to wake up when the fucking day starts. Place that you would love is Norway during the summer. There's a Congress back in the days. Now that we're talking about this, there's a Congress mm. in Skien because over there, like their winters are, you know, is, is practically the whole day is dark. But the right, summer... Right. The whole day, yeah. After my workshops and everything, I went back to the room like I would usually do to have a little nap before the party starts, you know. And I didn't bother because I know I wasn't going into a deep sleep. I didn't bother setting any alarm or anything like that. I don't even think I had an alarm on my phone. I didn't. I'm not even sure if I had a phone those days. But um, (laughs) I went. Wow, we just keep on dating him slowly. (laughs) He's like, my watch had a little calculator on it, and yeah. yeah, yeah, and um. So I didn't bother setting the alarm. I remember having a nap and I woke up and I saw it was still still daylight. And I said, okay, no problem. I didn't even bother looking at my watch and I went back to sleep. And I woke up again and I said, this is strange. I feel like I've been in bed for ages. <laughs> and I, at that moment, I, I uh, looked at my watch or my brick of a phone. And uh, I realized it was like two o'clock in the morning. And I'd missed the party. I'd completely missed the party. Wow. You ever been to events where they have to give you a map? <laughs> yeah. There was this one event. And it was this huge, beautiful pavilion in some Versailles park or something like that. Like gorgeous, gorgeous area. It were, yeah, I know right? exactly what you're talking about. Vincennes. Chateau Van- de Vincennes. Yes, 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 exactly. And the hotel was not very far from it. Actually, really accessible. But at nighttime, it was really easy to find because everything else is dark and you kind of see some lights in the distance. And then you, as you get a, a closer, you hear the music. So you at least can follow the sound or follow the lights. Um, so no problem getting to the party at nighttime. In the daytime, everything looks the same and it's all green. It's just a bunch of trees. Like I did not realize how many freaking trees are in that park. <laughs> and I get this map. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm going to go to my workshop. At least I'm going to get there an hour and a half before because there's someone else who's teaching. I want to go hang out. I want to go talk to people. I got to my class 10 minutes before my class. And the the whole walk was 10 minutes. I left the hotel an hour and a half before my workshop. And I got there 10 minutes before. I was, I don't know where I went. I had this map in my hand. There's no one on the street. So it's not even like it's a populated street where you can ask people for help, you know, because the random person's walk. There's no random person walking. The worst part about it was there was this one couple, I remember, a tall couple. The man and the woman were both quite tall. And they're walking. They're coming <laughs> That's not surprising. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. 
They were really tall. They're like, he was taller than you, I'm sure. And she's probably your height. <laughs> Anyways, they're coming down the street. I'm standing here looking. I'm like, oh, where, that, where am I? I'm looking at the map. And they see me. They see me standing there. And they see that I'm not with anybody else. There's no cars parked. You know, I'm not posing a threat. But as soon as they sh- sh- um, are about to pass me, I was like, excuse me, what? And the woman jumped. Like, she jumped into his arms. Like, I was going to attack her or something. It was the weirdest thing. And then, of course, they did. They were completely useless, did not provide any help. And then finally, I found my way. But that was the weirdest experience. One, I'm lost. Two, um, I've got a map. I clearly look like I'm lost. And then three, somehow I scared the bejesus out of these two human beings who are significantly bigger than I am. I couldn't understand. I think, um, yeah, now that you're telling me that story, that place is is in a, a forest, kind of a, like a big yes. forest, right? yes. And that particular forest is known for ladies of the night. And, uh, but it was, it was in the goddamn day. Yeah, well, they, they hang. Listen, there's day workers as well. Is that really? I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now that explains it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to go around those forests, uh, that, um, forests at night, you know. I, I, and this funny thing is, like, last summer, when I bought my uh, new uh, scooter... As I, I would go up there, and during the day, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a nice, uh, it's a nice place. It's a beautiful place. It but is. It's it so is. easy to get lost. Yes. So easy. So um, I'm glad you got you got back, and uh, you know. And I was scared. I couldn't even call. Like my phone didn't have. You know, I have an American phone, so I didn't have the uh, roaming there. So I was like, if I get lost, like no one's gonna even know where to find me. They're gonna go to the hotel. <laughs> She's not in the room. You know, I'm I'm literally just gonna be walking around, roaming through this forest, missing my workshop. It was the most stressful, beautiful place to get lost. <laughs> You know what? That's not stressful at all. My experience, I've got an experience that happened to me. I used to travel with Iñaki, uh, Iñaki Fernandez and Frank Santos. There used to be three guys and we traveled all over the world, you know. And there was this one time we were in this hotel. We was at this festival and uh, I had my own room because it was three and I was the boss. I would get my own room and Mm -hmm. I'd put the two of them to share. We got back to the hotel after the festival and I, and, you know, I said to these guys, if one of you hooks up with somebody, then the other one can come and stay with me. You know, mm. not that this happened you know, on a regular occasion. It never happens. It, it never, never happened. Never but I said, happens. if it did. And by hooking up, he's, happen, he's saying, like, if you want to sit down and have a prayer or meditation and exactly, talk about life. Exactly, yeah. You know, yeah. there, there's always time for religion. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I said, uh, if one of you wants to come and stay in my room, no problem. Just come and knock on my door. So I went to my room. They went to theirs. And, like, I left the lights on. When I got into bed, and I, I, I guess I fell asleep, and I heard this banging. Uh, I ran outside because I thought, well, okay, cool. I, you know, one of them's getting lucky tonight, and then the other one's going to come in, stay here. And, you know, I, I was happy for them. So as I'm standing outside, I hear the door close behind me <laughs> and i realized hold on i'm in my underwear standing in the hallway <laughs> of this massive hotel i don't i want to say it was like a hilton or something like that but it was one of these big brand big, big it's a big hotel mm. and i'm standing at six o'clock in the morning in my underwear in the hallway and i'm like shit 
shit, 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 shit. What the hell do I do now? And the funny thing was, is two weeks before, it happened to a guy on the salsa holiday that I was on. He got locked out of his room and he was completely naked. And he was not banging on the door of like some of the other people that were on the salsa holiday. And they opened the door, see this tall naked guy. They slammed the door on him. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> and then two weeks later, it happened to me. So I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? So I, um, there was nobody in the hallway. I didn't know. I didn't have nothing on me. I didn't have no phone, no key. I didn't even know which room number um, Iñaki and Frank was in. Mm-hmm. So I had to go down in the lift to the, um, the elevator for you Americans out there uh, to go down and go and get my key. No. And as I got down, the doors opened. The foyer was full of airline staff. it was full so my movements were a little bit slow because i probably had a drink or two before i went to sleep you know well in the in the festival so i i stood there like a cat in headlights and then i kind of hid behind the um like like to the side and i had to call out to the somebody in reception to come and get give me a key and as I'm <laughs> shouting out, giving them, you know, my room number and everything, the doors start closing. So I'm moving with the doors closing. And then as I didn't want the doors to close. So I press the button, door opens again. So everybody else sees me again, basically oh naked. God. And then, you know, a couple of minutes later, there was a hand that came around and handed me the key. But the hand was moving because the person was laughing so hard. <laughs> the fact that there's a naked man in their foyer, in the elevator. And I took the key and it was, it was horrible. It was a horrible experience. And so I hope cu- it would never happen again. <laughs> Man, that is one hell of a story. The, the biggest thing is this, like when that person gave me the key, they were actually sharing the key with me. And, you know, even though they were laughing and, you know, they saw the whole situation was funny, they shared something with me. And I think that everybody listening to this podcast should share something with somebody else. Why not share this podcast with everybody? Share some of your funny stories. If you've ever felt disoriented at an event, traveling, forgetting that you're not at home, but you're in a hotel room, banging your head into the wall, or if you've ever had anything so embarrassing as getting stuck outside your hotel room in your underwear, I would love to know. One thing. Ladies and gentlemen, listening to this podcast, I would love some feedback on my microphone. I'm using a different microphone today. Mm. And I would love to know, because I know some people have said that I've been a little quiet with my other microphone because there was a distance between us. And now I have this headpiece that's, I think it sounds all right, but let me know, please. And and of course, also let him know that mine sounds better. <clears throat> no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. On this wonderful note of my deep timbered voice my deep timbered voice is deeper than and more tempered huh have a great day folks <laughs> we'll catch you on the next one <laughs> see you next time